RHD 107.9 Life. James here with you. We are having a Catholic office for youth and young adults special today. The staff is here. Holly Roberts, hello. Hello. Good to have you here. And Peter Beerer, hi. Great hey, to have you man. back on the show. It's been a while. You haven't been on for a while. What's that about? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. We have the, the mics alive. We're recording the show and you just don't happen to wander past. That's sit right. down and go, yeah. hey guys, i got something I want to tell you. Just sitting at my computer. I don't know what I'm oh, doing. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> anyway. Just working away, in actual fact, working away on some really important stuff that we're actually going to be talking about today. Like, we've just put out a whole bunch of things. So, we're going to kind of dedicate the whole show really to all the kind of work that's really been happening literally for the whole year up until this point. It's sort of all culminated together at the moment. Some really exciting things coming up in the future, as well as some incredible um, information and kind of, I don't want to say reports, because report sounds boring, but like, they're, it's a whole culmination of, uh, of stuff that's happened with you going out to literally every parish pretty much in the state. You've even gone up like way up north towards Port Pirie and all that kind of stuff as well and gotten some incredible information about what it is that young Catholic people are really thinking and the things that are important to them at the moment. So we're going to be talking a lot about that as well a little bit later on. Stuff to do with World Youth Day coming up, uh, some Something very different and unique about that, as well as the Year of Youth, uh, heaps of stuff as well. Now, Peter, World Youth Day 2019, for the first time ever, there's going to be something very different going on. Can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, so the next World Youth Day is scheduled to be in uh, January 2019 in Panama. So, still a little way off. Still, yeah, so yeah. we've got a lot of, a lot of time, but... Planning nationally and locally has has already started, and it's been going on really since uh, the last World Youth Day in Krakow, uh, Poland, 2016. Um, but the Archbishop was really interested in giving more young people an opportunity to experience the uh, the World Youth Day and um, all of the the events and uh, things that go on with World Youth Day, but knowing that the expense of getting to World Youth Day in another part of the world from Australia is really, you know, great. Um, and and then the opportunities, you know, for meeting with other young people who share your faith, uh, you know, experiencing uh, music and speakers and, and all of that uh, that happens with World Youth Day um, is a great opportunity. So how can we do something, you know, that would be uh, exciting locally that would connect to what's happening in Panama. And so the Archbishop has decided that what we should do is celebrate World Youth Day at the same time as Panama, but here in Adelaide. So, um, Holly, speaking of the last World Youth Day in Krakow yes. in Poland, you were there, of I course. Was. Whenever I talk to people who've been to previous World Youth Days, mm -hmm. they're always, and, and ask them, what was the bit about it that was the highlight of the World Youth Day? Everyone invariably says it's the days in the diocese time. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And this, to me, really prompts that idea of going, it really is about spending time with people in their local context that really matters. Even though you're there in this massive thing where the final mass is millions of people there and the Pope's there, it's still that very personal. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about your experience of, of that Days in the Diocese um, program that was a part of the whole World Youth Day week? 
Um, well, I think the thing that really makes it the most special thing is you're at a point where you're really missing your own family. So um, I got to go stay with a family that lived um, in a town called Bedzin in Poland and they were just my home away from home for that whole week and it made me feel really sort of um, loved and they took me on all these cool adventures. Like they took me up a mountain. I got to go up on a ski lift, which I'd never been on before and then I got to slide down the mountain um, and they took us to all these local places they took us out to get food um my host mum my polish mum as i call her um she ended up staying up till like one o'clock one morning making us croissants because she just wanted us wow. to have these croissants she could eat. make croissants yeah see that's like a jedi skill that's incredible how do you make croissants how do you actually do it i don't know that's probably why she was up until like one o'clock in the oh morning. true yeah but they made us Gotta like Google all the recipe, this delicious food i remember one of the times she heard that in australia we like bacon and eggs for breakfast and um but obviously they don't really have that very often there so she just got ham and like cooked ham and then she overcooked the eggs so much like they were just rubbery but it was such a nice gesture because (laughs) she was like I've heard they like this in Australia um but yeah it was really beautiful and it was also nice because um in the whole World Youth Day week, you get caught up in the busyness of it and you don't get to really connect with all of the people from all of the different countries. You know, you might meet someone in passing and have a bit of a conversation, but there's no sort of really deep connection. And that's what I really got out of the um, days in the diocese was having that connection with those people and forming long-lasting relationships. Like I still Snapchat my um, Polish mum and sisters like every day. They send me yeah. Snapchats and like, hey, Holly. And then they send me a picture of their dog. And yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> no one's questioning how amazing the whole experience of World Youth Day yeah. is and the great initiative that it is. But do you find that that going to something when the sort of the main focus is those big, larger events and there's so much focus on just the sheer size mm. And kind of awesomeness of everything is that so, is that an experience that you can really successfully bring back home to your parishes? Because there was a big thing, not the World Youth Day just gone, but the one prior to that, where the uh, theme was "Go forth and make disciples mm. of all nations." I found that a kind of a hard thing to kind of get my head around because people are trying to bring. Uh, that experience of that large gathering mm. back home to their parishes and dioceses, which might, for instance, not have a great many young people actually in there. Do, do you find that there's a kind of a, a difficulty in trying to translate that one experience onto onto one here? Yeah, I, I think so. I think um, World Youth Day is a very personal experience. So I went, um, after I came back, I went and spoke at a few different things. I went and spoke at a few schools. Um, but I found a lot of the things that I was speaking about were my experiences and I couldn't replicate that. Like I couldn't bring the um black where i went to the black madonna i couldn't bring the walls back and show them all the crutches that were hanging up on the walls and all of those um beautiful things you know and i had to tell them about it but their understanding of that might have been limited if they'd never heard about it before Mm. um but i think what world youth day does more than anything is inspires people and brings them hope that they have other people like them around the world and in within their own communities and it might not necessarily create change straight away for them when they come back but they might be able to build on that and they might be able to tell other people about it and even if um the impact from them going to world youth day is being able to encourage another person to attend it later on um that's still really important i think 
So, Peter, the World Youth Day celebration, this is going to be the very first time we've ever had anything like that here because World Youth Day is, I guess, traditionally celebrated in the country where the Pope is going to be going or the city or the place where he's going to be. Uh, But now we've actually got the opportunity to have it here uh, locally as well. There's always going to be people who want to go, of course, and, and they will they will go over. But here, we can have it here. What sort of things can people expect from the celebration that we're going to be having here in January 2019? Yeah, I think uh, what they can expect is they're not going to get a replica of what you would get at the global level. Rather, uh, it's going to be a very Adelaide focused Australian experience of the Catholic faith. Um, Young people all around the archdiocese are always asking for ways to gather with other young people to meet each other and, and to build those relationships that Holly was talking about that are done in the days in the diocese. So I think what we want to be able to do is to give young people an opportunity to meet each other, build new friendships across Mm -hmm. the archdiocese. And, you know, we're also inviting anybody from uh, the country, who's uh, uh, from all of Australia who's not able to go to um, World Youth Day in Panama or their not their own diocese isn't celebrating at the local level um, you know the opportunity to come and be a part of our celebration and so what we're gonna have is you know um, the ability to, to build new friendships and relationships you're gonna have uh, music and speakers uh, liturgies and prayer experiences you know the stations of the cross is a huge thing that happens yeah. at World Youth Day um, and we've we've got some groups here in Adelaide that do stations of the cross in beautiful and amazing and epic ways mm. and so we're gonna well, where Holly is down at Brighton as well. They do a fantastic one every year. Um, <laughs> well, you do. It's absolutely. Right? My boyfriend yeah. plays Jesus. <laughs> and I think as well, uh, we were talking about potentially doing a live video cross as well to the final mass if we can, if the times line up. I think we worked out that they can. They'll, yeah, there'll be some crossover and we'll be able to connect with some of the World Youth Day events. So to stay up to date with all the things that are happening with that World Youth Day celebration, because we're constantly planning it, so more things will be happening as we uh, as we go along. Uh, you can connect with uh, the Catholic Office for Youth and RHD Radio if you just look for, is it cathyouthadelaide.org.au, I think is the website. And you can sign up to the mailing list there as well. Uh, and of course, uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram uh, for Catholic Office for Youth and Young Adults and and RHD Radio will keep you updated as well. We've got tons more stuff coming up. We're going to be talking about the Year of Youth and the Year of Youth starter pack that this office has made, which is pretty rad, got to say. Also going to be talking about the Raise Your Voice uh, not talking about Hilary Duff movie, the Netflix classic that it is. It is on Netflix now, apparently. I did see really? it. It came up on my little... I've got this little app called Just Watch that updates me on everything that comes Ooh. up on Netflix. And Don't apparently you just get raise a notification from Netflix? Because I, I do. do, but, you know, I, I just want to stay across uh, everything. Okay. Everything a lot more. Because you can also update. You're you not can patient see, enough. You can also see what's new on Apple. You can also see what's new on SBS On Demand. You can see all everything that's come up. Ah. So it's pretty rad. But we are talking, Holly, about the Year of Youth and the Year of Youth startup pack yep what what is the year of youth to start with well the year of youth is um a big celebration of 10 years since world youth day 2008 which was in sydney um so the australian catholic bishops have declared that it is the year of youth Mm -hmm. um so it's going to be focused on youth obviously Mm -hmm. um but it's just and it's more on like a local sort of level so lots of little things that we can do um within our own communities in our own states and our own archdiocese um and it 
I just think it's going to be a really cool year. So it's kicking off with the Australian Catholic Youth Festival yes. in Sydney. That's kind of the official launch, isn't it? Which is yeah. happening in the 7th to 9th of December. Is that that's right? right? I'm getting Correct. my dates right off the top of my head. So that's all happening there. So I guess it's like it's bookending the whole Sydney thing, I guess, isn't it? Sydney yep. World Youth Day, Sydney Australian Catholic Youth Festival. But from there, it's all going. So the it's a whole year dedicated to, to I guess, youth stuff, youth formation things in the Archdiocese. You have put together this starter pack, which looks really cool, and you can download it from the Catholic Office for Youth website, catholicyouthadelaide.org.au. <laughs> Holly, talk us through what's in this. Look, we um, have put together some little things, hopefully, to make um, getting things organised in your parish or with your youth group um, a bit easier. So we have taken some inspiration from lots of different um, places. We looked at the Melbourne Archdiocese's, however you say that. Um, Archdiocese's. Um, starter pack which was beautifully put together they had pictures of trams and stuff in it which yeah that won't play locally was um, (laughs) although we do have trams and they provide transport to a great number of people but they're just not part of our culture yeah no not part of our culture no but anyway so we've got lots of things in there we've got um, some information about getting started with the year of youth we've got some information about things that you can do at mass Um, we made some we made a prayer card which is like a postcard um that is all available online we've got a drive that people can access um and we made facebook cover photos an email header we made powerpoint slides made a bookmark all these things that um include um this prayer for young people by pope francis okay um and we've also put in the year of youth starter pack we've got song suggestions for mass and youth events so we went through and had a look at some different um musicians um and listened to some songs look you can download this from the catholic youth uh, office website catholicyouthadelaide.org.au you can also get to it through our social media as well we're going to be talking about raise your voice again i feel i have to keep saying it because automatically i think of hillary <laughs> and all of the wonderful work she does in terms of 90s cinema is it 90s no it's probably no, no. early to well, early 2000s if you count casper Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, I don't. But what? It was like her breakout role. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I remember watching that as a kid. Casper. Was she in Casper? Casper the Friendly Ghost and she wore a red like hood thing. Wasn't it Christina Ritchie in Casper? No, it was Hilary Duff. Was there another Casper? I don't know. I can look it up for you. Please do. Can we do that during the song? We need to check this out. Uh, So we'll be talking about Raise Your Voice, not related to Hilary Duff, but more about finding out about seriously what's going on in the whole Archdiocese of Adelaide about what young people are really wanting to see from the church, the things that they think are really good, the things that they think you know, could be improved upon. We'll be chatting about that in just a sec. Holly, did you check out the uh, Christina Ritchie Casper thing? I did. Did you? Um, How'd it go? But I was also right because Hilary Duff was in Casper Meets Wendy and she was Wendy. So there you go. Uh, Okay, we have different definitions on what I was also right means. (laughs) 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 Completely different movie, completely different character, but you were right just the same, Holly Monster. I was. We're both right. Yeah. All right, Peter. This raise your voice thing, it's been a huge part of your year. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is and why you thought it was important to do? Yeah, so it all began with uh, the the 2000 
18 synod of bishops that was called by uh, Pope Francis. So he asked all the bishops of the world um, to go out to speak to young people and to listen to young people so they could inform this meeting of bishops that's going to happen in October 2018 in Rome. And the reason why it's important is because this meeting is all about young people, faith, and the discernment of vocation. So how young people think about their present situation in life, how they relate to their faith life, and how they think about their future. And so um, there was uh, this national online survey that uh, we sent out, we advertised, and we had over a thousand young people participate in this online survey. We really punched above our weight here in Adelaide, didn't we? We, it got, was, we got a huge percentage of, of people it, responding. Absolutely, it was amazing. The only problem was that we didn't really get deep answers out yep. of that that survey because it was online and because uh, you know just some of the nature of the questions. And so we thought it would be a great idea to go out and actually have face-to-face conversations with young people. I developed this um, youth forum for uh, young people ages, you know, 16 to 30, to to come and share their experiences, their concerns, and their ideas around, you know, the present situation, how they relate to the church, and how they think about their future. And so I went around to. Um, 11 different sites in the archdiocese uh, met with almost 200 young people and we generated uh, about 2400 responses to those three questions about how do you see yourself in these three areas now you've worked extensively in youth ministry overseas did you find there was any big sort of fundamental differences between uh, where young people here in Adelaide see where they sit within the church and where the church sits within the world uh, and your experiences over in Minnesota? I think fundamentally young people in Western culture, so Australia and the U.S., have very similar concerns and their experiences, uh, their their challenges are very, very similar. What are the big concerns? What, what are they really worried about? Um, you know, what we generated out of this forum were there were 12 in uh, huge responses it's a uh, 12 main categories that that young people sat under and i would say that these are probably the same you know across most of the the western world at least um the the number one area of answers came under social justice issues young people have a deep concern to see the world be a more just and equitable place for all people Um, And in that, uh, there was this large response around uh, acceptance and inclusivity of all people, especially within the church. So it was really interesting to see that it's it's going beyond how do we uh, fight and face, you know, the traditional social justice issues like hunger and poverty, but how do we include and recognize and bring dignity to all people? What I find really heartening about all this, Holly, is that my understanding of the uh, people who responded to this survey are people who are already engaged with church in some way, but still the main focus is around social justice mm. things. Now, your work that you've done, you've worked extensively in social justice. Is this your feeling as well, that this is what young people are really looking for, both inside the church and out at the moment? Yeah, I think social justice um, is always a really large part of young people's faith because um, just learning like 
growing up as a child, you just naturally learn to help those people. You know, if you're in a schoolyard and you see someone that um, sort of doesn't have any friends, you want to go and help them, you know, that sort of thing. And that really translates into when young people grow up and they see um, the needs that our world has and they see things in our community that they really want to try and um, be a part of and make a difference in. And I think it's um, – it, well, the results show that it's incredibly important to mm. young people. So, yeah. So, Peter, we've all, all this research has been done now um, and this has been independent of everything to do with the Synod. What are you going to do with all this information that you've got? Well, we've – uh, collated all the the information, put it into this report that's available again on our, our yeah, website. Yeah, everyone can see it. It's and yeah. it's it's huge. Like it's so much work in it. It's like nearly a hundred pages. It really does essentially take the temperature of what's going on with young people in the archdiocese in a really, really you know strongly representative way i think right so it the intention initially was for it to inform us in our report for this national uh, international synod um but now it's become apparent that this can be a really valuable document not just for you know those in the higher escalons of the church but also like for our office uh how can we create services um really respond to the real needs of young people in the this part of the world in a real immediate and meaningful way and it's also available for you know churches for schools for agencies and organizations around uh, the, this part of South Australia to be able to use this information and do some strategic planning around how can we respond to young people their needs and uh, their experiences and it's in particularly really really valuable for um, the church to be able to say you know this is the experience of young people in their relationship with the church and how can the church respond appropriately and meaningfully to the young people of the archdiocese yeah well you can download that report at kathyouthadelaide.org.au it's a great read and uh beautifully written and beautifully set out peter you've done a fantastic job so thank thank you. you so much for all your work and and really for dedicating yourself so fully into it in coming into this role i mean you only came into the being the coordinator of the catholic office for youth really late last year and really just said you know it's really important that we find out really where we are at the moment in terms because if we're the catholic office for youth and we are not really meeting young people in the archdiocese where they are uh, we don't know where we're going and where we're headed to so you know fantastic job and uh it's going to be very exciting to see where everything moves to in the future with this so thank you you're listening to archd 1079 live james holly and peter here with you this evening nearly time for us uh we've gone through a lot of great stuff so much great stuff coming out of this office uh in terms of you know the thing that we're going to be doing locally for world youth day in 2019 a local celebration that's going to be here uh all of the information about the year of youth as mm-hmm. well as the starter pack that you've put together holly so that people can be what was it, it was music yeah uh, music prayers. ideas resources everything hopefully yeah. <laughs> 
But hey, look, and if there's anything missing from it, please let us know if there's anything else that you want to do. And we're more than happy to mm. have a chat with you and work out what we can kind of do to help your parish, your school or your own personal um, faith journey along the way in terms of this year of youth. Uh, this is what we're here for. This is Absolutely. what we're here to do. Uh, and then uh, all the stuff to do about the Raise Your Voice report, which was done. Uh, Peter, you've been working on this like for the last nine or 10 months or so, really going out into the Archdiocese of Adelaide and finding out what's going on with young people. What do they want from church? Uh, what are they thinking we're doing really well? What are mm-hmm. they thinking we're doing that needs improvement? You asked all the tough questions and you got a lot of tough answers and they're all in the report. And I love that uh, it's not kind of sugarcoated or anything like that. This is really where things are at at the moment. And it's a really great read for anyone that's interested in the state of play of, of the Catholic Church in Adelaide, Australia and beyond at the moment. It's a great read. Fantastic job. And thanks again for doing that. Thanks, James. Um, uh, we are here every Wednesday night from nine, every Saturday night from 10 here with ArchD Radio. Please connect with us on our uh, podcast. You can uh, listen to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, we've also got uh, pages on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got links to all the stuff that Catholic Office for Youth and Young Adults has there as well. We will see you in a few days, though, and uh, catch you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya.